Welcome to episode number 165 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. My name is Cole Ross, and I am joined via Skype tonight by... David Meisman. Ben Merkel. And um, Dennis Furia, he will be joining us a little bit later, uh, God willing, Creek Don't Rise. Um, we delayed for him, uh, but then he decided to be late anyway. So, not bitter. You know, whatever. We'll just we'll just explain that to work tomorrow. Uh, but, <laughs> so, what is on the docket? What's on the docket right now? Um, I know what I'm not going to be talking about. Um, Dishonored, which is sitting on my desk, still in shrink wrap. Um but I do have a couple of a uh, couple of new and current hits uh, to uh, to speak about. I don't know. If we, I don't know if we want to delay that or if we want to uh, jump right in. I'm not sure. I think that uh, I think that Dennis would like to hear a little bit about, about Resident Evil Six, so I might not want to go first. I think. Um, uh, so, do either of you want to volunteer your services for uh, talking about what we have been playing? Mine's fairly minor. So, uh, do you want to go first, Ben, or do you want me to go first? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, the only thing I have to talk about is Borderlands 2. Okay. So, I have continued playing that. Have you guys continued playing that game? A little bit. Okay. Progress, sir. Progress. I, I'm finding it hard to get into. I'm I'm having difficulty finding weapons I like. Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate. I don't know. Considering that the game is about weapons. And variety yeah. thereof. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think part of it is, um, and I noticed this kind of some in the first game. A number of the weapons, um, one require like certain statistics to be high to really be that useful, and then as part of that, because that kind of don't come into their own until you start getting into the levels where they'll start routinely rolling them with those statistics. Mm-hmm. So so like. Um, the the big ones would be like accuracy on shotguns, clip you know combinate the intersection of like clip size and um, accuracy and damage on um, like assault rifles, mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel so. like I yeah I feel like another uh, trait that's kind of hidden from the stats is the bullet speed. I guess it kind of goes yeah. with firing rate, but yeah, you, you see a gun that looks really nice, and then you uh, fire it, and the bullet just goes very slowly towards the person, so it's quite hard to lead people. But um, yeah, I think wait, wait, some wait. of that though. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's definitely common themes among the different gun companies, um, so you can kind of pick up some patterns. Usually, if you have an explosive gun, the elemental one, usually those bullets go slower. Um, I mean, I think I kind of agree with Dennis's uh, mantra of the game, where you don't really under- know the gun until you use it. And so, I mean, I try and do that. Usually, I just go for whatever the damage is, as long as it's not explosive, and find that that works pretty well. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm surprised that like the majority, like usually in in games, the you know any kind of ballistic weapon is hit scan. What uh, What do you mean? Oh, just that, kind of, kind of like in real life. I mean, you know, in real life, there, are, there, are, there are factors like where you have to, where you still have to account for, you know, uh, drop over distance and things like that. But just for for all intents and purposes, the the the, the time at an appreciable distance, unless you're sniping somebody, it's effectively instantaneous. The 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 time from when you hit the trigger. Pull it as you will. Although you're supposed to squeeze it, you're not supposed to pull it. Um, right. From the time Just... you squeeze the trigger 
to when it hits that. It's it's effectively instant. And most video games I've noticed, unless I'm just not paying attention, which is entirely possible, that, that that's the case. So what you're so what you're saying is this is like Star Wars, where despite yeah. the fact that they're shooting you know uh, solid light, it is moving at a it's tracking across the room at a speed, which you know can be dodged. I don't. Yeah, it, it depends um, <laughs> on the gun. Uh, most most of the all, all none of the guns hit scan, and it's different for each one. Most of the conventional guns are effectively um, instantaneous. Um, however, um, some of the particularly explosive ones fire basically tiny rockets. Okay. And that was, yeah, I have. I mean, I have no beef with the bullets going slow on those guns because it's a trade off of power for time. Right. Um, and even uh, like, the, oh sorry, I was gonna say even like the regular rocket launchers. I mean, they go at a slow speed, but I mean, I guess that's more uh, forgivable. I guess. The one thing that's weird though is even though they have bullet speed, they don't have bullet drop, which is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the, there are games like uh, I mean, definitely like Arma Two or uh, what is it, Operation Flashpoint, where they really kind of dig into that and make um, and make bullet physics their you know their entire ballywick. But hmm. that's just yeah, so strange. Actually, that's not the point though. of this game, though. You know, exactly. Yeah, yeah which I mean, it, it makes sense that there you know, that there would be that there would be more more ways that they would seek to differentiate. Right, right, exactly. Hmm. So, so Ben, um, you've already beaten Borderlands, right? Twice. You've beaten it twice, so are you seeking to just beat it with every character class, or? Probably not. I don't, I don't think the replay value is that strong, so. No. Are, are you, are you feeling it slow down, or are you? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's fine, but, um, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, when you get when you get a hold of a game, you really you really kind of tear it apart, right? <laughs> I mean, depends on the game. I mean, not not like, you know, in an uncharitable way. You don't you don't like, <laughs> you know, go into a podcast and rip it apart as I sometimes do. But uh but but you tend to you tend to pick all the meat from them bones. Yeah, depending upon the game, yeah. Okay. It's so. definitely a possibility. As I have shown from games in the past. Yes. Huh. So, if this is the case, is I mean, like after this, like, what, like what's there? What is there for you this year? Uh, I don't know. Um, Rocksteady hasn't announced the next game. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't. You know, I mean, Call of Duty. I don't think it's going to ever retain the glory that was Modern Warfare Two. Um, I've played the the next two after that, and they've yeah they've just been Far Cry's, and they've been pretty much <laughs> Far, Far Cry's a different game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but they've been just trying to emulate what they've done in the past. Almost, I, I guess. I mean, perhaps the one difference is their Nazi zombies has been successful, and so they've latched onto that hard and made that I think in it like almost a standalone portion of the game um, with yeah. this coming one. But I, I am not as into that. I do not think that those are as well executed games. I can't tell you how many how many times when I was working in video game retail, people came up with any Call of Duty game under the sun, even like the DS one, even ones that came out before 
uh, Black Ops saying, does this have zombies? Yeah. <laughs> this is like... Yeah. Go to hell, child. Um, God. <laughs> it's really hard. How often do you say that? <laughs> How many children do I encounter in a given day? It's hard to tell. Uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know what's on docket for the rest of the year. Um, what games are coming? I haven't even looked at Well, up. I mean, like, like, like for me, it's, it's, it's a little bit crazy because there's nothing for me after October. Okay. Like, you know, like October is killing my game budget. But the fact that I haven't met my game budget or nor, nor will I meet my game budget in the next, you know, two months means that I can kind of afford to get, you yeah. know, four games in the in the span of October, and I'm looking at a blue and black 3DS XL right now, just kind of like, hmm, that's something I can buy, but only because the the, 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 the new uh, the, the new nine hours, nine persons, nine doors is coming out on the 24th that I know of. But like 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 this month, we have Resident Evil Six, we have Dishonored, we have Assassin's Creed Three. As far as retail releases go, we have the Dark Souls DLC, which you can bet your ass I'm going to be all over. Then after that, I'm like done. Yep. <laughs> And what about XCOM? XCOM, that is one that I have the demo waiting for me on my Xbox. Uh-huh. Um, and I want to play it, and I desperately want to like it. For me, like like with, 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 with turn-based strategy, it's either I, I run so hot and I run so cold with it that... <laughs> Like it's really hard for me. Like I, I don't want to. I don't want to buy it sight unseen. In fact, I don't even really want to like buy it based on a demo. Like, yeah. Like I need to be in the in in like the throes of like a of like a, a, a turn based strategy fever in order to buy it in order to <laughs> just to justify the cost. Turn based fever. <laughs> yeah. Am I the well, only one that's really disappointed that the XCOM um, first person shooter has apparently like gone to development? Um, at hell, um, it hasn't gone to development hell. They it's just taking longer than they anticipated. Like development hell, like it, it includes some kind of uncertainty that it's ever going to come out. Oh, kind see, of, I thought it, I thought that was basically where it was. No, no, they just it, it got delayed so much that it it like they 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 started another team on the XCOM Enemy Unknown in order to like make up for the make like in order to make up for the gap in the schedule. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not like Last Guardian where it's just never going to happen. Oh, I'm sorry, Ben. My heart. We need to have a we need to have a conversation about Santa Claus a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but he would maybe. be awesome in Last Guardian. Krusty's <laughs> <laughs> going to come. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this prompted me to look up release dates for the rest of the year. There's some good stuff on docket uh, after October. Yeah, well, maybe I'm looking at an outdated website. That might be an issue. Um, when does Hitman Absolution come out? That's that's a question. That, that I'm asking. It's that's listed on Steam now for like their buy, buy, buy. So it's got to be fairly soon. Okay. Yeah. Because that I feel like will be a good game because Blood Money was a pretty fantastic game. And that's true quite underrated or i feel like it was not talked about at all no i, I think that it's uh it's, it's garnering a bit of a cult following like, okay there, there are plenty of podcasts that i listen to that have like done games clubs on it um you know well after the fact i mean it's been six years you know since it came out it's been a while yeah yeah i mean their last three games have been pretty stellar and pretty pretty dead on i feel like and right. it, and they've only like improved the mechanics um mm-hmm. 
So even though no, they're kind of you don't freaking walk at two miles per hour. Also November nineteenth. Okay. November nineteenth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's uh that's the same day as uh. Well, it's right after the uh, the, the the Wii U, um, and it's also um, that that's about the same time as Halo Four too. Both of which I have uh, little. Really I, have, I, have, I have little to no interest in, in either of them um, as of right now. Um, yeah, see, it's weird because, like, you know, more and more the 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 early spring is being included in the holiday season. So, like, if we stretch that window out to be like Q one of of you know twenty thirteen mm-hmm. as well, um, you know, we have like Tomb Raider, which I'm going to be all about. You know, yeah. Is that like the uh, bizarre, like uh, Bandage Girl version? Yeah, yeah, Raider? yeah. The one that's What's like ultra sur- survivally. TV tropes, uh, basically, the uh, human beings naturally uh, have a desire to help people that are injured. Therefore, the quickest way to make someone identify with a uh, hero is make them vaguely likable and then hurt them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Particularly men with female uh characters. I yeah, mean. it's it's a, it's a little bit sex, se- sexy sexist. Se- se- mm. <laughs> Which one mm. did you mean, Cole? Be honest. <laughs> that, that was an intentional uh thing. No, no, it's uh no, it just it looks fun. Like I I, I like I mean it looks borderline survival horror, which anything that anything that smells like survival horror, I will immediately jump all over. So <laughs> Is that sexist, Cole? What? Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I just it, it, it. I mean, it's more of an emphasis on their survival part, but oh well. Who's who's skyping stuff? Uh, I was TV troping to Bandage Babe. Ah, okay. No, I already added it to the show notes. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to waste you know, several hours of your life by sucking you into TV tropes. Yeah, just like by placing that landmine. Yeah. No, don't worry. What is TV tropes? TV tropes. Um, there is one side of TV tropes which is actually really useful, um, which is kind of a repository of all of the different kind of cliches in uh, in, in in television and media. Um, so this a lot extends. Of techniques they use. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't mean cliche like in like in a bad way, but like it explains like what a MacGuffin is. And then it gives like examples of every piece of work that has an example of a MacGuffin or a red herring, like okay. these, you know, the, the, like, like those kind of like commonly accepted, um, you know, descriptions of things that happen in fiction. Um, and there are also like you know entries for each for for every um, TV show or game or something like that, which says every trope that that you know evinces. So what that creates is a, a, an excellent resource for like if I'm interested in the concept of bandage babes, I can go in there and I can find other works of fiction where where pretty girls get hurt, and I can and I can go and seek those out. Okay. Um, the bad part of TV tropes is where you get into anything that is user generated beyond the main articles and their contents. So I'm I'm speaking specifically of the the uh, the the unfortunately thriving forum culture behind that which has kind of taken on taken on this wiki taxonomy. So like people never refer to themselves as like me. It's always this troper in order to like, you know, give a third person distance and some kind of authority. So talking about like, oh, this troper had this kind of, 
you know, thing happen. Like this is an example of, you know, somebody rejecting me in real life, you know? <laughs> and yeah. so it's, it, 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 it's a, it's a mausoleum of human, of like human tragedy. Um, <laughs> just there, there to be preserved and, and searched for throughout entire, you know, through, throughout, throughout the history of mankind. And it's also gotten so bad that there are entire portions of it that have been excised into separate wikis because those same people who talk about being this troper and giving high school stories, they thought they were too gross. Okay. So there used to be a category called fetish fuel, which was anything that was like, Oh, remotely sexy that, you know, like got somebody into something else. So bandage girls. No, um, anything like that. Um, and it, it used to be a whole like subcategory. So they have like, you know, subcategories for uh, like the crowning moment of awesome or like crowning moment of, you know, scary where you can go in and like see like, you know, examples of the scariest parts of any given series. Um, which are always filled with spoilers, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But this was like, here's like what really, really turned me on about Kaylee in Firefly, which I can agree with. Kaylee in Firefly, you know, sexiest character on the show. Don't worry. But it got weird. And so they just like, they, they like cut it off. So it's like if Wikipedia had no notability standards and also no standards for the people they accepted as editors. So, Yeah. Is that enough about TV tropes? Well, I would alternately say if 4chan had enough knowledge to be dangerous. See, like, and, and like for, for, for somebody like me, and I, and I would argue each of us in our own way, people who, you know, are media savvy enough and people who are knowledgeable about certain aspects of fiction and story, you know, like it's, it's, it's kind of addicting to go down that hole, right? Oh, yeah, I... I... You, like extensively like there's a whole series of various martial arts ones that are very well written and you know explain basically how martial arts movies are put together and it's you know it's very interesting it's just i don't spend my life yeah yeah you know, it right. gets weird but like when you're when you know when you're laying in bed and you can't sleep and it's you know you've woken up at 4 a.m and you know you're <laughs> there's no there's no way you're gonna make it to nine o'clock you know it's just kind of like okay i'm gonna lay here and read this until i lull into a stupor and then get back up and you know go about my business right, right. you know yep. i'm just gonna read this on my ipad whatever just like it's something to do in your downtime and it can be, it can feel enriching to a certain extent. I mean, yeah, it's you know the it's it's the knowledge equivalent of of eating fast food. Like I'm learning about the <laughs> Silent Hill series, but you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is is that all you played, Ben? Yeah, yeah. I I got to level fifty. So oh, what's what's the what's the cap? Fifty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> which answers, which answers my next question? Did you get to fifty one? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> when you reach the max level, you stop leveling, <laughs> <laughs> or you proceed. This is quite the informative show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, which team wins? No. Um, how about you, David? Um, I've played a very, a very little bit of Borderlands. Uh, basically, we pretty much covered it. Uh, the other thing I've been playing is I got, uh, I guess, back into kind of. Um, Oh, uh, Guild Wars 2. Okay. Um, <laughs> you only talked about it on one episode, so I, I, I kind of hope it's not back into. <laughs> well, I, you know, I kind of got playing uh, Borderlands, but um, I don't know. Um, have, having a lot of fun, I've, I've pretty much um, 
uh, zeroed in on. I I really like the uh, their basic warrior class and their um, ranger class are both a lot of fun. Uh, what the- uh, I called in. So welcome to the show, Dennis. We were in the throes of talking about um, talking about Guild Wars too, um, and you can you can catch up as you will. Um, you know, we waited for you enough. Um, so. As I want to do in these games, I end up with like 15 different characters. Um, you know, all kind of leveling them in tandem, which means I never actually get anywhere. Yeah. But uh, kind of the problem I'm having, or I can't decide if this is a problem or a good thing, is it seems like in for each of the classes, there's like one or two weapons I really, really like, and then like the rest I really don't care about. So okay. I haven't decided if I'm just going to, you know, focus on those. So, like, in the Thief class, the um, the short bow um, is just a lot of fun. You have this shot where you basically target an area and shoot out an arrow. And when you activate the second time, it kind of uh, bombs. So you can, uh, you have to, like, control the arc in order to cluster bomb it, you know, at the zenith in order to hit a large area or like right before it lands to hit a single enemy it's a lot of fun we talked about this last week how bizarre that there's aero physics in this game right yeah yeah <laughs> and uh for certain classes it actually matters a lot like that one but uh you know but like for example for the warrior class you know the uh great sword is a lot of fun you know so i but i i guess that's a good problem to have um <laughs> to you know, say there's a lot of different weapons, like I can decide which I want to use. I guess that's a good problem, and that they're functionally different too. Right, exactly. Yeah. But um, the one thing I'm actually really liking is uh, the human uh, kind of overall macro storyline in this. Um, you know, in most games, humans are um, the kind of the the Mario like. The Mario. The Mario? Yeah, they're nothing special. Right, and they're the uh, mo- usually like the most dominant, most populous race. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas in this game, uh, you know, in the in the first game, how it starts, um, you know, there's like three human kingdoms, um, and um, they control pretty much, you know, all the major goings-ons of the world. And, you know, very, very early on in the first game, one of them gets, um, you know, obliterated. And then, uh, you know, near the end of the Guild Wars 1 saga or whatever, and, you know, in the intervening time, excuse me, a second one falls. So in Guild Wars 3, basically... um, Humans are kind of the the dying race that has fallen from its former glory, while the um, various other races are the new upcoming, you know, innovative races. Right. right. Uh, which is kind of interesting because it's um, it's different than the way um, you know most fantasy stories place humans, but at the same time, I feel like it's across is fairly accurate because really kind of emphasize um, you know humans are the most uh, religious of the races they you know they really emphasize kind of the human 
the importance we place on, um, you know, like tradition and culture and stuff like that. It's kind of like Adventure Time, where they call him Finn the Human because he's the last human after the, uh, 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 you know, the apocalyptic right. war that that ended the universe and caused magic to take the to take the place of technology. Right. Well, I am really unfamiliar with the lore of Adventure Time. <laughs> That's, dude, dude, get on. It's a little it. more grim than I than I would expect for a Saturday morning cartoon. Get on it. It's so good. I've been meaning to for so long. Oh, dude. Like, I, uh, like, is it on Netflix or on Hulu? No, no. I I can I can help uh, you. That's why I can that's help why. you with that. Um, but uh, that, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I just felt like interjecting with that because I <laughs> I'm going back through the also, series again. Oh man. <laughs> I also found out that uh, one of the races is basically an entire race of stitches, like cut which, ups, like you know, really funny dudes. No, like uh, like Lilo <laughs> and Stitch, you know, guy with a football for a head, long and sloppy ears, and shark teeth. Hey now, Dennis, Laura Punchbox. <laughs> I took my bell apart. No, One second, like, let me put it back together. Let me put it back together. Let's try. <laughs> let's tape it again. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now I yeah, know that you have a fake the, laugh goal. The, the <laughs> note race in the game are are basically yeah the the football head you know shark teeth big floppy ears. I, I thought for a second that he was saying I had a football shaped head. <laughs> no, he said that too. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like I was, I was, I was calling on you for your unique talents. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which? Stitch and, and Gollum from Lord of the Rings. And that's, that's about it. Do Gollum. As I know, am I the only one that has been around Dennis when he's angry? I, you know, I've I've never known Dennis to be anything but generous and magnanimous and uh, infinitely patient. <laughs> it sounds I think, like I'm I think kidding, Dave, but as I'm my, not. Dave as my roommate has gotten to see me in some dark places. I. I <laughs> see, but, but the you worst part, off the smack. Is, you know, you know, when you get very emotional. Um, not to tell stories on my roommate. But, you know, <laughs> no, that's when, fine. When you get very emotional, you know, your, your um, vocal cords um, Constrict. contract. Yeah, that's fairly normal. Except in Dennis's case, that then causes him to speak as Stitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very bad when you're feeling very yeah. passionate about <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was actually what got me so far in... Uh, in uh, in speech and debate is everyone just thought that was so hilarious that uh <laughs> it would disarm no. them <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh I th- let's see I'm, I'm trying to think of some lines from um do, from Colin, but... do what's taters taters Robertsons. what's taters <laughs> or I, I it's really rather disturbing yeah, it's better when it's it's the what burns it freezes taters off us taters off it's, wow, it's so fucking funny. So that's that's my hidden hidden talent that uh, that no one knows about. It's no longer hidden. No, yeah, it's it's out there now. Literally hundreds of people. Yes, <laughs> you're welcome. Your life will never be the same. So when when you used to um, we used to teach junior church. Did you ever do that? Just mess with the kids? I think I might have once or twice. It's it, it had to have been in there somewhere. Like without context, like like with no lead up of like, hey kids, check this out. It's it's like the, the well, and then the best is it, then you have to it, deny it. What brings us together? Yeah, I, I just do an entire you know an entire talk in the Stitch voice. <laughs> <laughs> How long can you maintain that voice? 
it's not like uncomfortable for me to do or anything. So I don't, I don't think it would. <laughs> so he's saying indefinitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> Basically anytime uh, I'm not talking to you, I'm, I'm using that. <laughs> that, that was this just is my like weird thing. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I kind of put on affectations for the show and uh, yeah. Why? Well, I appreciate you putting on the show at your wedding. Then that was very <laughs> yeah. nice of you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, everyone. Everyone wants to sound a little professional when they're on air. So once we finish, like, oh guys, that was a good touch. Oh, so <laughs> you, you all don't know, but Dennis is actually from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, are you laughing into a cup, Ben? I am. Okay. I didn't know that would register. Right. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Sorry. So like laughing into your your sleeve. I will keep that in mind for henceforth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like if if I get annoyed, my voice gets high, and I and I talk really fast. If I get angry, I get very quiet and very polite, and I often leave the room. <laughs> so really, if, if I get quiet and polite and leave the room, you, you know that I'm pissed. Really? Yeah. Uh, I've known you to go on rants, but I've never. I don't. I don't think I've witnessed I've, you. I've been annoyed. Quietly. I just, I just threatened to um, remove people's intestines and um, <laughs> use them to strangle them. <laughs> well, um, have you uh, played anything else, David, besides uh, Borderlands and Guild Wars? <laughs> I thought we were going to call it BLT. BLT. Um, oh yeah, I I just completed Ascension in um, Kingdom of Loathing again. Um, are, that's are you not really... Are you doing challenge paths now, or? Um, I actually drop. I I keep ending up dropping the challenge path just because it takes so long, and then like some major event will come up. Mm-hmm. So um, they added a new one relatively recently. Um, where you basically uh, can summon zombies, okay. um, and like the world is overrun by zombies. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm thinking about giving that a try. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, the world needs more zombies. That's not <laughs> overdone right now. <laughs> yeah, literally three of the games I'm going to talk about feature zombies, so we can. <laughs> I've become everything I hate. Dennis, how about you? <laughs> Uh, more, more Borderlands 2. I'm um, sorry, what? More BLT. Thanks. Uh, okay. Let me get context clues, folks. I, I, at first I thought he was referencing BLT for Guild Wars 2. And this is, <laughs> no, this is what happens when I join late. No, no. It's a... <laughs> can we, can we call that one Guar 2? No, no, we can call it George W. Uh, Jr. Oh. <laughs> um, Yeah. So um, I, I, nothing exciting there except uh, I think the exciting thing is the, the other person who has been playing BLT. Oh, which is, shit, you're right. You texted yes. me about this, right? Yes. I, I, I got my wife to pick up. So the deal was I took her shopping, <laughs> let her buy some new clothes, and she agreed to play uh, 40 minutes of Borderlands 2 with me. <laughs> you guys are fulfilling gender stereotypes quite nicely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so to for reference, she um she's never played a first person shooter with the dual analog stick system. Um she the last first person shooter that she played was Goldeneye. Okay. For so that that is her point of and she sucked at it and she she said it gave her a headache. So that's that's the point of reference that she's coming from. Um uh, you know an uphill battle, yes. 
Yeah, and so you know, I I tried um, a couple weeks ago. Had her try um, Super Stardust HD because you know you you do different things with the analog stick. You point in the direction. But well, you know, sometimes you're moving one direction, shooting in another. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. I'll yeah. give you that. It te- teaches hand it, ind- hand independence. I mean, granted, I yeah, this is coming from that literally had trouble talking to NPCs on in a console game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's a you know, it's like you know, playing guitar. Um, you have to learn the asynchronous hand movements. Yeah. Uh, same same thing with analog sticks, and I think you know it's easy for us to forget that because we're also. Uh, well, except for David, um, <laughs> so integrated with that. But even you know, even using a keyboard and mouse. Um, so anyway, I mean, she she really has no point of reference for that coming in, um, and actually was was pretty competent. So she played she played the um, commando all the way through level five. So she just got her action skill when we when we quit for the night, um, and actually did most of the damage. So she I we quickly found out that. Regular combat doesn't work. If she has to move and shoot, no good. Can't do it. So we gave her sniper rifles. <laughs> oh, that, because the because the stationary aspect of being a sniper yeah. offsets offsets the precision that's needed, right? Exactly. So literally, I would I would go stand at, at the place and say, "Hey, here, come to me," and she would be able to navigate to me. Um, although na- navigation is still a little spotty, but get her get her in a spot where she had a good overlook and say, "Okay." look this way and you'll see me running out to pull the enemies and I'd go pull the enemies. And she actually did the majority. She got the majority of the kills. Um, so, I, so you were the, the bird dog that ran out to you know, flush out. The- <laughs> <laughs> that's an excellent analogy for, uh, for what happened. No, that's, that's, it's, that's exactly it. And you know, I'd, I'd shoot anyone who kind of got started heading, heading, you know, too close to her or got too close for comfort. But otherwise she, she was actually very competent at, at picking people off. So uh, now, a she, word of advice: Have you tried uh, shotguns? We have not. I, I don't think she's gotten a good shotgun yet. Because shotguns are kind of the inverse. At least the way I play with shotgun, I leave it, um, you know, focus straight ahead, and then I don't aim. I just move. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is is that standard? Am I the only one that does that? Just I, make sure that there's somewhere on the screen, and then fire. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and also though, like the way I instead of you know with an assault rifle, I'll aim at them, even though I'm moving with a shotgun. I'll just like strafe to you know adjust my aim. Right. I yeah, probably it, subconsciously do that because I'm terrible at shooters. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, what you're well, saying part is of that true. Comes, yeah, yeah. It made me think a lot about how I actually use the two sticks in tandem. And, you know, because I think what you're referencing, David, is is actually, yeah, a good amount of my, you know, left to right aiming is actually me walking left to right. And I'll use I'll use my um, right stick for broad, you know, 90 degree turns or, you know, uh, anything, you know, over 45 degrees. But when I'm kind of fine tuning my aim, I find that, you know, walking left to right is a little more effective than than looking left or right. Uh, but then, you know, obviously for up and down looking, you have to use the stick a lot more, or right stick a lot more, um, et cetera. So it, right. it was really this weird thing of kind of having to simultaneously dissect how I how I I actually played, translate that to Jen, and then figure out how to modify that to make it, you know, simpler. Mm-hmm. So it's a really, really weird thing. But, you know, 
as long as she was posted up in a sniper's perch, she was pretty deadly. She was adamant that I conveyed to you guys that she got lots of critical hits. No, that's great. Have a, yeah. I mean, and this this is this is probably a, a sore subject, and also one of our more popular discussion topics. But uh, have you considered um, bringing her in on girlfriend mode for the Mecromancer, or is that uh, like is, is has has that well been poisoned by? No, so no, no. She she actually when because I, I asked her about that, I was like, hey, what's your opinion? I, you know, obviously, I'm not exactly qualified <laughs> to comment on it, um, seeing as I am not the the affected gender there. Uh, and she said, she's like, well, no, that, it's kind of an accurate description of me, so I don't take offense. And you know that that'd be nice to have help. But then after playing to level five with the commando class, I kind of saw the skill tree. It, it was released today, so that's really exciting. Uh, the Necromancer oh, class. Really? Yeah, they released it a week early. Yeah. Um, and I actually played it to to level five um, earlier today. But anyway, um, but after after she played to where she's at with the commando class, and I said, oh, hey, you know, maybe maybe you want to switch over to the Necromancer because it's got this perk where if you miss, the bullet might bounce and, and hit someone. She goes, that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> So uh, one shot, one kill, bitch. You know, that's, what? <laughs> that's exactly. I was like, well, maybe, maybe I need to switch it to the assassin. Then you know, if you're if you're going to take a take a hardcore approach to it. But she, like I said, she held her own with a with a quote unquote regular class. So you know what you know what she's we'll got. See. You know what she's got. Skills Moxie. to pay the bills. Moxie, actually, yeah, Ben, you, you guessed it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> the word of the day is Moxie. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've already used that as a title. So, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm guessing there's history there. No, no, no just Moxie. It's the a great. Is they fear my Moxie? <laughs> no, oh, it's yeah. a, Sorry. like Moxie. It's a it's a it's a general term that uh, refers to somebody's grit or That's their fun. gumption. Um, I, I like the word gumption, <laughs> but Moxie is just a little bit better. What'd you say, David? Chutzpah. Chutzpah. Yeah. Chutzpah. Yeah. Yeah, no, Moxie. It's a it's, it's a good word. What's I the just day? want to see how long I can chain together, you know, what Yiddish words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hi, I'm. Um, so, <laughs> oh mensch, <laughs> oh mensch, that's the title. <laughs> Actually, um, that that brings up something semi-related. I wanted to ask. I was thinking the other day when I as I was um failing to successfully control um uh borderlands um cool i know you you play inbird controls right no no i roll straight standard but this the, the, like this does raise a question like like if w- when you handed I, I didn't mean to hijack your point david but okay but, no, but I think I think we're driving towards the same thing. When you handed a first person control, a dual stick first person control game to Jen, did she struggle with it until you inverted the controls? No, that's that's exactly what happened. And she's like, I can't do this. I don't what the hell. And I said, Hold on, hold on, hold on. I bet I know it's wrong. And I inverted the y axis, and uh, problem solved. That is an infinitely fascinating topic to me. Isn't that weird? I, I think, think that's crazy. I, I had thought you would invert it because I would always um, play after you on um, no no oh, it was, Halo. It was it was other people like they, like there were other people who played like inverted Southpaw like whatever the Metroid controls were which were really really weird. Yeah. And, my uh, my brothers yeah. play inverted. Yeah. See, what well where I was going with that what what came to my mind the other day is do people who play inverted also play play non-inverted when they're flying 
uh, you know what I'm no, saying? I, I think I think that they always conceptualize it as joystick control is the thing. Okay. So so are 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 we all standard? I guess standard. Yeah. That's a, that that's ableist. Are we all non yeah. non inverted? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Unless, the, the reason that the reason that came up, um, this is tangent really bad, but um, I was reading an article. I think it's in Joystick or something about. Um, you know, the importance of um, intuitive controls that, you know, feel right for the game and, you know, kind of build, um, oh, I don't know, involvement or, you know, feeling in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them I really like is um, Devil May Cry, basically, um, in terms of how you select your attack, basically uses um, inverted um, flight sim-style controls. Right. So, like, pulling back on the stick will cause you to do attacks that launch you up in the air, while um, doing forward on the stick will cause you to do attacks that way you mm-hmm. lunge downward. But, right. Huh. One thing so. that really kind of, like, threw me off, I went I went right from uh, a, 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 a depression-induced Final Fantasy XII binge <laughs> d- d- directly into um, Batman Arkham City. And Final Fantasy XII... Mm-hmm. Hey. It, it it locks you into a control scheme, which I got used to. Like initially, it was on a, it was counterintuitive. I forget what it is, but it was like a weird inversion of the of of the of the x axis versus the y axis. It was like exactly counterintuitive to what I was used to, but it kind of worked because you're always walking on a horizontal plane. But when I switched over to Arkham City. I tried to mimic that, like, like to mimic that control scheme, and what that did, it was like it called into question my entire existence, like, like everything I was doing. Like they said, "Wait a minute, you press the gas and the brake with your right foot? What's wrong with you?" Like, oh no, then I got self conscious, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so it took me oh, forever. Long time, get... time. What's that? Sorry. Oh, a lot Go of overtalk. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, correct me if I'm wrong, but in Arkham City, aren't the flight controls inverted when Batman's flying, but then otherwise the controls are normal? No, they, that- they, they 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 are, but like when you're walking around and when you're exploring as Batman, it acts more like a uh, more like a first person game or like a Resident Evil over the shoulder shooter, right? Because because of the camera yeah, placement. Right. Whereas where, whereas the camera in Final Fantasy XII is always kind of like placed just a little bit too far out, so you can see your entire party, which is fine. Right. But the thing that saved me with Arkham City was the fact that it was really, really granular, like how you could set the inversion of the axes. So like when you were flying and the only time it really messed me up was with the battering controls because that wouldn't invert. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I hear that's the trick. If anybody's having if anybody's struggling with with dual stick shooters or dual stick first person shooters, uh, invert it and they'll often they'll often pick it up. Because people's brains just play? work differently. Good. Did you uh, now to ask an incredibly stupid question? Uh, did you ever play uh, Mega Man Legends? Oh God, I love Mega Man Legends. Did um, I played it on? I think the N sixty four. Did it have a weird control scheme for the PS uh, whatever? PS one. Um, not that I remember. Uh, like if I went back and played it now, it would probably it would probably be really fucked up. But uh, see, that's. One one of my I, I love that game. That's an amazing game. Yeah. But at least on the uh, sixty four, it had a thing where like forward and backward on the single stick caused you to move forward and backwards. Then like uh, left and right on the stick 
caused you to basically like pivot in place. Yeah, yeah, it was tank controls. Yeah, I guess so. But I uh, just, I uh, know I. Well, it, it, was, I, it, know, I it came out. Got used to. It came out Sorry, before God. the. Uh, it came out before the Dual Shock. So they're like so the 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 notion, the like the notion of uh, um like strafing and stuff like that. Like the idea that you would relegate, you know, like pivoting and turning on your side to, you know, to shoulder buttons or whatever, which if I remember correctly, strafing was on your shoulder buttons in those games. Um, yeah. No, that was a good game. Um, when I was at the Portland Retro Games Expo, I was really, really excited because I saw a PlayStation 1 copy of uh, The Misadventures of Tron Bon, which is a spinoff. Okay, that was like a pseudo-sequel? Yeah, yeah, it was like a spinoff of the game. It was like a, from the main, like, you know, antagonist, protagonist, lady kind of person. Her, like, you know, controlling the serve, the serve bots and everything. Do you want to know how much they wanted it? They wanted for a sealed inbox copy of that game. How much? Take a guess. I'm going to say $100. Up. Yeah, I'd go for about 100 <clears throat> Up. Up from there? 200 Up. Is it at least a three-digit number? It is. <laughs> if it's up from 100 then I have a fair amount of certainty that yes. <laughs> mm. Oh, wait, no, you, you were asking, like, is it 1000 No, it is. I it hope is, it's not. Okay. Yeah, it is okay. somewhere between 100 <laughs> and 999 Ooh, uh, Two babies? 998 <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll end this. Five hundred dollars for oh this my God. sealed inbox PlayStation One game. It was like, nope. It's like guarantees See, the game. I wonder never if be they're played. going to do that. Like, I feel like in the future or whatever. In the future, um, <laughs> yeah, I doubt that'll happen as much, just because you know back then inbox, you know you you'd get, you know, manuals and maps and crap like that. Well, now, if you look at the box, it's basically a glorified, like, CD case. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's something we've talked about a bit. Although a nice, a nice emerging trend is a lot, of, a lot of the boxes now, the cover art, if you pull out the cover and turn it over, will have, like, really cool alternate cover art. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yep. <clears throat> Before we bring move back on, the feelies. Uh, <laughs> bring back the feelies. Um, <laughs> before we move on, um, Dennis, I want to suggest something to you and sure. and, and and your partner, your uh, your your uh, companion through life. Um, do you own Portal Two for the uh, PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three, rather? I do not. I actually haven't even finished it. No. Um, yeah, I've, like, I'm not even close. To- finished. From from what I eye on both of you. From from <laughs> from, from what I understand. And this is something that I've heard on other podcasts. I have not tested the theory of you know the theory myself because neither have I a dated somebody who wasn't into video games already, or b dated anybody who had any interest in playing video games. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there's there's no like curiosity there. Um, but from what I understand, Portal is a very very good introduction to first person controls. Portal Portal One, Portal Two, or, or either. Both. Portal Two co-op mode. Portal Two co-op mode. Yeah, okay. like like Portal Two co-op. I mean, yeah, it gets a little bit crazy when when you introduce the complexity and everything. But the fact that you can talk every everything through, the fact that there, you know, like until until you get to the turrets or until you get to areas where timing is really important, there's no clear and present danger. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Takes a lot of the pressure off and makes it so that you're able to, you know actually like manipulate the controls and develop some kind of degree of muscle memory for being able to uh, control a cursor on a screen. 
Um, that I think that's essential because what, one thing I noticed is you know that the main enemy that you fight at the beginning is the bully mongs, yeah, which like run right up at you and then like get just basically melee attack you from all angles, which. I think when when you're starting with first person shooters, the hardest thing to do is to figure out how to interact with objects close to you. Right. I, what I'll, I'll, what I'll say is that it's it's hard to interact with things close to you, and it's hard to interact with things in high pressure situations. Yeah. So having a melee attacking enemy be the one that you are trying to learn on is really the worst possible scenario. Right. Portal portal would be much better. Yeah. It's probably like what like something like. Let me check the rainforest here. It's free from Ben if I can get it from him. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> because that was such an issue with um, Saints Row the Third. I honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, you still own that. You still have it. <laughs> Are you talking about me? I, I have not seen you to give it back to be if I if I think the last time. No, I've I've seen you since I've borrowed it, but I have not yeah. seen you since I've finished it. Okay. Whereby borrowed. <laughs> you mean took while I was in a diminished state? No, it's it's, it's like thirty. It's like thirty bucks if you buy it on the rainforest. I'll I'll drop a link okay. into the into the show notes. But nice. uh, um, yeah. Um, so that 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 would be my that would be my suggestion to you if 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 Jen, I mean, especially because you guys have been experimenting with different co op kind of uh, scenarios and things like mm-hmm. that. So that's uh, I mean, that's that's cool. You know that that, that that's something that exists, and I'm I'm really interested to hear if that's the case. She may she may think the game is bullshit, although it's it's probably not bullshit. It's hard, yeah, it's hard <laughs> to imagine that. I almost I almost want to start her on Portal One because like. You know that it's it's there's something to be said for coming to that one, right? Uh, before the second one, trick is um, I don't think Portal One is available for the PS3. No, I, I know I've seen it. On it the is PS3. for the Orange Box. Yeah. yeah. Oh Orange shit! Box. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I played it on the PS3. <laughs> okay. And you can get the greatest game of all time, by which I mean Half Life Two. Yeah. Pretty freaking good game. This is true. So, do you guys want me to uh, talk about the most um, the most uh, heavily anticipated game of uh, of the week here? Yes, please. Bad Piggies. What? What? <laughs> okay. Psych, motherfuckers. Please. please tell me how those two phrases go together. Bad Piggies and best game of the week. No, it's 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 the uh, it's it's the new game for Rovio. The Angry Birds people. Oh, really? Yeah. They they're still around. Yeah, no. They 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 do more than make t-shirts and mouse pads. Um I thought they Star were just going to cash <laughs> Yeah, they 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 did announce that Star Wars bullshit. Um but uh but no, Bad Piggies. Um honestly pretty fresh. Really? Like, yeah, like 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 super good. Um it it kind of combines the physics-based platforming puzzle stuff of um of of angry birds a little bit with the incredible machine okay um the incredible the incredible machine uh being a mainstay of third grade third grade classrooms for anybody our age um pc game where you had to assemble devices in order to uh in order to achieve a specific goal basically this is like um you're given a you're given a pig and you're given a goal and you're given a course that you have to get it through um, I've only played the first set of levels, which is uh, which is like pigs on ground or something like that. Uh, but you have to assemble a vehicle um, in, in a grid and then put the pig inside of it. And then you press go and then it goes. And you may get some kind of like fine control over like 
what fan goes off at what time or like what bellows will blow mm-hmm. things like that and i assume they're like going to be like rocket boosters and shit like that especially once you get into the air but uh but the but the trick is you have to design this this vehicle that will safely get the pig from point a to point b but also do it in under a certain amount of time or collect a certain number of stars etc cetera, etc cetera. um now it's a single pig or multiple pigs um as far as Oops. i've gotten on the toilet at work um it's single pigs <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, um, I, I haven't I haven't gone into you know multiple pigs. Uh, so, so far as I know, it's you're you're only putting together one one vehicle at a time. Um, but what's funny is you can like you can still win if any part of your like if if your pig crosses the finish line without the vehicle, or if a part of the vehicle crosses the finish line without the pig. You know things like that. Like there are different victory conditions, and if and if one of the conditions is get any part of what you send to the end, then yeah, you can have this thing <laughs> gloriously come apart like the fucking Columbia, and <laughs> and then it, like it, you still win. Nice. <laughs> so, so 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 yeah, no, it's uh, like for for a buck. See the thing that like really kind of like makes me a little bit upset about Angry Birds, just just a little bit. I mean. Even before like the whole meme and popularity, this isn't like me hating on stuff that's popular. Um, but I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was there were there was a there was a great degree of trial and error, which is based on kind of like like blind trial and error. So like with this with bad piggies, like so far as I've seen anyway, I mean you do have to like try different things, and there's no penalty for failure. You just you know restart at the beginning and go again. Um, but you can kind of get a feeling and like learn a set of rules for like, oh, if I put the pig towards the front of this, it's going to go downhill faster. But if it hits a bump, it's probably going to flip over, you know, front to back. Right. OK, cool. So I'll put the I'll put the pig toward the toward the middle or maybe even the back if there's this certain kind of thing. So you can. So, so it's really, really easy to look at a situation after you failed enough times and, you know, course correct in order to win. Right. Whereas, so the question, does this give you limited resources to work with, or is it kind of your, your machine can be as elaborate as you want, as long as it's made out of a certain set of parts? It gives you um, a grid that is a certain number of blocks by a certain number of blocks, and also uh, okay. a certain number of each kind of block. So as far as I've gotten, like right now, it's like, you know, you have, you know, three or four like box blocks that you put together. Um, you can put the pig inside one of those or on top of it if you want. It really doesn't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> you can put wheels like, on the bottom and you can put like different like different propulsion devices around it. And, you know, you're, you're given, you know, a certain limited number of any of those. And you have to decide how to best configure them in order to, you know, win. Uh, okay. Do you get any sort of reward for using less than your allotted inventory? No, not that I've seen so far. Although that's not one of the goals. I've been kind of kind of impressed and pleased with the variety of the goals. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so it's it's pretty neat. I definitely recommend if you have an iOS device or knowing Rovio, any device that has a screen. Um, <laughs> checking it out, especially for ninety nine cents. Yes, you are feeding the machine and you know all of that. But also, you know, it's 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 pretty good. <laughs> so, well, if you have an iOS device, you're already feeding a much more evil machine. <laughs> Quiet, you! I can mute you. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so yeah. Uh, do you want to hear about the game that everybody really wants to hear about? 
Give me another twist. No. no. No, there's no twist here. Where you have trick questions. It's, it's, no. it's, a, it's a really good game that came out very recently. Sure. FTL. <laughs> no, I sent more of you into space. That's but it's still a really good game. Check it out. It's <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> the the running we need like an FTL running death tally for each of us. <laughs> for each of you. Uh, like De- Dennis Dennis style. I think I, I think uh, you know you may not win in numbers, but you've won in the most uh, in, in the most I guess lost really in the in the, in the most varied number of ways. Um, you've died yeah. to aliens on away worlds. Um, you've been deprived of oxygen until you died. You've been killed by uh, by by people who boarded the ship. I think most interestingly, um, we had to draw lots to see who would be um, given away to slavers. Um, that was you can you. draw lots. Well, I mean, it's Oregon Trail, so it, pre- it presents you with a situation. You have to decide, like, okay, a pirate, you know, comes to you and says, "I'm going to shoot you down unless you give me one of your crew members to, you know, s- to survive." Just so happens, my hull was in critical condition; I couldn't, have, I couldn't have survived a fight anyway. So I was like, "Okay, guys, so it's either fight or draw lots to see who goes away," and uh, you lost. Damn! <laughs> Curse my luck. <laughs> You're down there in the salt mines, um, but uh, but yeah, no I bet I'm the best salt miner ever. <laughs> What's that, David? No more sucked out into space. <laughs> no, I, like more people have been sucked out into space, but really, that's kind of like you know yesterday's weather. You know, it's, 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 <laughs> Wait, it's not. What they call that? Firefly. They had a name for that. Oh, I should know that because I've seen every episode like a million times. But yeah, I don't. I don't know that. So 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 yeah. Um, do you guys want to hear about the uh, the real game? People want to want to hear about why one that's like 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 like, 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 like really fresh. Dishonored. No, right, wait. I, I I just I just opened that up. I haven't played. Damn it, it Cole. It's like, right. it's like right here though. Okay. How about how about the new one? Okay. Okay. Resident Evil Five. <laughs> Sorry, I like this. I like this. It's so good. It's so fun just to torture you guys. You're gone with four. But... Yeah, <laughs> did you beat five? Actually, you hadn't beaten it last time. No, I hadn't beaten it last time, but uh, but I stayed up until like until like three a.m. beating it uh, this past weekend. Um, oh my goodness! Yeah, I know, right? So you oh. got the epic uppercutting of boulders. Well, to be fair, it was probably pumice, so it's not as, pre- <laughs> as it's not as preposterous as it looks. Right. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> no, no. Um, As the only one here whose doctor has advised him to stop punching hard things, that's preposterous. <laughs> preposterous. Okay. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll defer to the expert. Um, no, no. Um, I think that this falls into the same camp as like, uh, um, let's see here, Resident Evil 3 or Resident Evil... Now, could Veronica things that are objectively not the best game, but I will um, march rank and file to its defense because the second it stopped being about people who talk like this <laughs> oh, and started being about Wesker and Jill, I was like all about it. So you like the story? Yeah. See, I was the other way around. I, I, I think, I mean, more from a gameplay standpoint, the farther it went along, the less I liked the gameplay. Right. No, no, it, it definitely, uh, by, by, by bringing back the Umbrella story, 
and by throwing in certain nods to the different types of viruses of which I can, you know, I can tell you the differences between all of them. Um, but, and, and, you know, throwing back to like the liquors and everything like that, it pandered to me successfully. <laughs> Fan service <laughs> accomplished. Yes. <laughs> um, so, you, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of sad that I waited so long to play it successfully, but yeah, it's neat. Do you want to hear about the, uh, about the actual game? How long? Good. How long did it take you to uh, figure out that the Wesker fight uh, you weren't supposed to win? Oh, the uh, the the one in the uh, the one in the research facility, like where, like yeah. where, where it's him and Jill. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, at that point, I think he's the only one actually fighting. No, no, Jill, Jill, Jill will shoot you. I mean, okay, retroactive spoilers, but. You know, I, I've I've, be- but, yeah, I've beaten the, the it, one so spoilers where he's don't going take off, account. Flip around like a ninja style, and you basically have to survive for like five minutes. No, no. At the beginning, he says, "I only have seven minutes to play with you." So uh, okay, well, I know when we played, uh, me and Dennis, we didn't figure it out, but we did figure out how to exploit every one of his abilities yeah. <laughs> in order to actually successfully shoot him. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, I I liked that. I I don't know. I kind of wish Jill died, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, that that struck me as a little um, like, and everything ends up all right in the end. Yeah, just a, just a little bit. But that I mean, just like I, I beat it in preparation for what what I actually want to talk about, um, which is Resident Evil Six's packaging. Um, Amazon, dude. <laughs> um. <laughs> Like, Amazon, like, what's the deal? You shipped me Resident Evil 6. I waited, like, four days to open the package because I knew it was Resident Evil 6. I knew it wasn't being served as summons or what have you. Um, so I beat Funny Resident Evil 5. you should mention that. <laughs> I beat Resident Evil 5, and I open up the package, the bubble packer, um, to, to, to get to Resident Evil 6, a game I, I'm greatly anticipating. And do you want to know what? The entire bottom part of the case is shattered. Oh, no. I know, right? So what this means for me is that I need to print out a packing slip to send it back to Amazon. And, like, dudes, I left my printer back at home with my fax machine and my fucking telegraph. (laughs) Okay? Okay? Yeah. Yeah. So... (laughs) And when I put it on my shelf, not only does it stack weird, but if I sold every game from Rock Band up, it would be the last game visible on the Xbox shelf, and people would think that I was some kind of slob. And I would look at that every day when I left and came in, and it would eat at my very core. So the disc wasn't damaged, though, right? No, both discs are fine. I played the game. It's okay. Okay, so you're yes, in the wait, he's too. not going to actually talk about that. That's kind of the <laughs> overall thrust of this. No, I've, I've resigned myself to that. So wait, <laughs> if you can you can you get the case replaced by Amazon without sending the disc back in? Therein lies the frustration because okay. if I initiate the return, they have to get it back at their uh, facility. Okay, now. What this means is I have until November 4th to beat this game. 
(laughs) (laughs) Because I could, you know, print out this label and, you know, take it to the nearest UPS slash mailboxes, et cetera, store and send it out and wait, you know, two days for it to get there and wait two days for it to come back and play Dishonored in the meantime or whatever. But what that functionally means is I'm not going to beat this game for four years. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) Do you guys want me to talk about the actual game? If you've played, I'm beginning to doubt that you've actually played it. (laughs) No, no. I played like the first, the first two hours of it. It's, it's really good. Like, right. Like, like it's 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 kind of like going from the uh, kind of like going from the uh, from the hot tub to the pool, you know, you know to a certain extent, because you know going right from five to six, I'm noticing the differences more than somebody who's put a lot of uh, time in between playing the two of them. So it's like, like when I when I played um, Uncharted two right before Uncharted three. It's it's weird, isn't it? It it it, it is because because like if you if you jumped right into six. A, without having played any of the rest of the series, but B, you, you know, if you waited long enough to forget what, what was, like, bad about the way that 4 and 5 controlled, like, you you like you would say, well, of course, when I press down on the left stick, I walk towards the screen and don't just back up awkwardly, right? But they fixed that. Like, that works now. <laughs> so I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, with the fact that they that they added in um, being able to walk and like run in every direction, um, as opposed to doing the tank controls, callback. Oh, can you strafe? Um, yeah, you can strafe. You can move while you shoot. Um, there's a reticle instead of just having the laser sight. Um, they made it control like Dead Space, which is a really, really, really good thing. Nice. Yeah. I remember really liking Dead Space's controls. Like they were. Maybe the wrong way to say it, but constricting in all the right ways. Yeah, no, I mean it was it was it was just well, I get the the controls weren't constricting very much. Like it controlled about as good as any other shooter did. You know, like it gave you very a lot of precision, and they and they put you in situations where you were able to you know consider your shots, and that really mattered in your success. But uh, but but yeah, I mean this this kind of evokes a lot of the same a lot of the same way. Um, so things is it about still, is it still the big emphasis on like shooting the the right body part and you know using that? Um, not as much as in Dead Space. Um, and I, I was more for. Oh, a, a little bit. I haven't gotten to any of the Plagas enemies yet. Um, if I rolled, okay. if I rolled in Chris's campaign, I imagine that would be different. Um, based based on what I know about the way the game plays out. Um, you start out the game. I don't want to give any spoilers. You start out as Leon at the at the end of the story, um, and then you can pick from the from the three different campaigns where you know it's it's still it's still heavily co op driven, um, but uh, you know you're either you're either Leon, um, Chris, or some some punk named Nick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some ruffian. Like Leon, Leon's the only character I actually care about. Yeah, no, Le- Leon. He's he's he, he's badass. Um, Chris, you know, whatever. But uh, I don't know this Nick guy. He might have some. He might have something to him. No, it's uh, yeah. So it, there's plenty of opportunity, I think, for it to go sideways, for it to go tits up, for it to go some other euphemism. <laughs> um, but so far. And it may be because I played it after it was patched. I understand it was very buggy at launch. Um, 
It's pretty good. Nice. What uh, do you say that based on primarily the way the game plays or the story, like, or all around? A little bit of both. I would say it plays good. It, you know, and again, this is the person who said he would march rank and file to the defense of any Resident Evil game. So, you know, (laughs) great, great, great grain of salt the size of the Hope Diamond. However, um, no, I I think it addresses the things that I can, in my saner moments, say are objectively wrong with this series, while also kind of stepping it forward a little bit. So, so yeah, the story and the way that it's presented, at least so far. Um, there's just enough mystery for me to, you know, not know what's going on and just enough familiarity for me to say, oh, these are like the T-virus zombies. So, yeah. Nice. How's the tone? The tone's good. It's not as, um, it's not as cheesy or campy as, uh, as, as especially for, um, but even like it's, it's even oh, a little see, bit, it's even a little bit darker, right. darker than five, um, which, which isn't to be like, see, oh God, it's extreme. Those. Oh, I would have inverted those. I would have said four was struck me as fairly, fairly dark, fairly interesting, and five was just cornball. Yeah, like 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 four definitely had like Leon as like making jokes and being a being a smartass, which to me like mm-hmm. for 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 the fact that four was scarier than five, like that that kind of undermined it a little bit. Uh, for as much as I like that, and for as much as that's a positive thing about the writing in general, um, sure, yeah. Like I said, there's plenty of opportunity for things to go tits up. And when I when I when I've when I've tweeted about this and said like I don't understand the haters, people say just play it a little bit more and you'll find out. But <laughs> you know, it's, there's the thing about haters. You know what? He's he's so innocent, isn't he, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Any questions about it that I can answer? having played two hours of it and like what's ostensibly a like a 30 hour game holy shit is there is there a notable jump in graphics between the two um because really you're seeing you're seeing pretty close to the beginning of the the console's life cycle to pretty close to the end kind of resident evil 5 came out in 2009 so that was four hour four four years into the life cycle really uh, yeah oh that's a <laughs> For some reason, I had the impression that it was a lot closer to launch. What I'll say, um, they have they they have learned the tricks of the trade insofar as five was very very brightly lit, um, kind of by necessity, but also as a stylistic choice, um, which w- which was fine. But um, in in six, they're using a lot of shaders. They're using a lot of uh, very dark chiaroscuro lighting. Um, and they're kind of hiding a little bit more. In instances where I've seen um, things very close up, I've been impressed by the number of entities that they've been able to fit on screen. You know, when you're, when you're, it, it, it looks like a zombie infestation should look from a from the terms of in terms of like the body count that nice. is walking towards you. But the textures are kind of low res. There there have been times in the cinematics, and this is this is a thing. You know, it's just whatever whatever engine they're running doesn't matter. You're going to have like textures that start out blurry in a cutscene, and then you know they'll get more they'll, they'll get progressively better until it cuts away, and then it'll go to another bad set of textures, whatever. But uh, but overall, I think it looks good. I think it's a little bit too dark. Uh, it's kind of difficult to 
you know, discern where things are to shoot them from time to time. Like the recommended brightness setting is way too low. Like I had to go in and bump the alpha up or the gamma, whatever it is. I have to do that with almost every game though. Yeah. And, and, and I like, I, I tune my, I tune my TV. Like if you have any, um, a star Wars or B Pixar DVDs, and you go into the uh, go into the go into the extras or the menus or things like that. Uh, you can find like the Dolby certified um, like picture tests, and 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 set the uh, and and set your settings to be where like this is going to display the best image that it can based on cinematic standards. So it's not a matter of like bad calibration on my part. It's just a lot of games want you to play them way darker than they're than they will look good at. Yeah. Yeah. Does it still have the RPG elements? This is actually kind of cool because you're not upgrading weapons. Um, you're picking up skill points and you're using those to increase your abilities with them. Hmm. So, so which, yeah, like you're improving your character as opposed to the weapons. Which setting do you prefer between like this one and Resident Evil 4? Setting? Yeah, oh, as far as upgrading weapons versus upgrading yourself. Oh, oh, um, I don't know. It made more sense in Resident Evil 4 because there was a sense of persistence. I think a lot of concessions were made in Resident Evil uh, 5 to, like, the impermanence of your inventory because you're going to be playing with a bunch of people. So, like, in, in 4, when I upgraded my one handgun all the way and I was presented with a new one to, you know, like, oh, do I buy this and start all over again or do I stick with the one I have upgraded, comparing their stats and whatnot, I had the ability to look at it, whereas 5 seemed like an experience that was entirely geared towards, like, ah, oh, fuck it, it's a handgun, I'll upgrade it later, and then just keep, you know, keep on going, like... <laughs> It, it, it kind of suffered from like Saints Row, Saints Row Three vehicle syndrome, where it was like, I don't want to upgrade this because I don't know if I if I if I abandon it, will it come back upgraded or will it be, yeah. or will it be wasted? <laughs> I still can't believe you never. Fe- sorry, sorry, that, <laughs> sorry. That, that, you that's fucking idiot. But I still can't. Fe- like I've spent probably half my money on Saints Row the Third upgrading vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a weird question that I got from somebody on Facebook, but they asked if we got games from publishers, like, for free. Oh, I, w- uh, I would love that. Like, no. No, we don't. Like, <laughs> I just talked about my Amazon shipping woes. Like, no, <laughs> we don't. So, <laughs> I've only ever received one game for free in, in, in terms of, like, reviewing shit. Uh, and, was that and, DJ and, Hero? Yeah, that was, actually. Um yes. and and I and I made it. Is that it, the turntable game? Yeah, it's really good. Um, and I'm not just saying that because they gave it to me. Uh, <laughs> but but no, um, like a podcast that gets like a couple hundred people to listen to it a week, um, that's not going to get like publishers to give them free shit. So <laughs> I, that said, I any like, publishers listening who would love to give us free shit, yeah. I am more than willing to take it. Cole <laughs> might be Cole might think it's a uh, it, it's it's a moot point, but I. Uh, I think you should just send his stuff to me. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have no pride. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But, but, well, but when I, you put it like that. But, 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 <laughs> but, I, but, <laughs> but I think what I would like to say is if that ever happened, we would tell you. 
Like if if, yeah. if if it was if it was ever assumed that we weren't buying our own shit, like if that ever became the norm or or if it was an exception or if there was any kind of perceived conflict of interest, I mean it's, it feels it feels kind of weird and hokey to talk about ethics. But no, like we 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 don't we 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 buy all of our own stuff except when we steal it from our friends who are drunk. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> while we're that would drunk. be me, that would be me. <laughs> you guys want to button it up? Sure. Yeah. Okay. That was episode number 165 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. Um, so what can you do? Um, anybody out there who is going to the tip jar and using our Amazon referral link, um, that shit's working. Last month was the first month in the in the network's history that our Amazon earnings outstripped our bandwidth costs. Woohoo. So yeah, like you rule for real. So that, yeah, seriously, thanks. That's that's freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah. So that 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 that's pretty cool. Um, keep on doing that if you're going to be buying anything off of the rainforest, which uh, you know we recommend you do. Um, you know all of that. Uh, what's more, you can go to duckfeed.tv, the newly redesigned duckfeed.tv, um, and find our show. Redesigned, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Re 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 redesigned. <laughs> remix. <laughs> remix. Um, the newly remix site. Um, where uh, you can find all of the old episodes of our show, do searches, find us on iTunes, subscribe to us. That really, really helps us, actually. Um, anything like that. Um, keep on listening. Recommend us to your friends. Uh, check out other shows on the network and um, contribute to the discussion. You can use comments. Don't be afraid to you know, say things. And if there's an especially salient comment about anything we've said, we will read it on the, we will read it on the next week's episode. Um, we want this to be a back and forth, not just between the four of us, but uh, also between the many of you. Um, anything else? Am I missing anything, fellas? Uh, tweet us. Tweet. Tweet. Yes. Dennis? Uh, I am at D Furia D F U R I A. I am. At I think I, I actually realized earlier today that I've been I've been really slowing down on my my tooting as of late. I don't know. I, I think I go through phases, so I need to I need yeah. to get back on the Twitter horse. Yeah, no, I've been I've been slowing down on my toots too. Um, most mostly to express outrage. Seriously, like I was supposed to have <laughs> talked about like the Walking Dead episode four today, but like you didn't put it out, so now I'm upset because I wasn't able to talk about it. But I'll talk about <laughs> it next week. Um, no, you uh, if, if you, you if you want to hear me complain about game release dates on Twitter, I am at Cole Ross, K-O-L-E-R-O-S-S. Ben, we are coming up on your, uh, what is it, your third toot or your fourth toot? You're at what? What? You're at what? What? Remix! What, what is your Twitter name? My Twitter name is at Merkelizer. Okay, you're coming up on your fourth toot or your or your third toot? Yeah, it's somewhere around there. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere in the ballpark. So we will watch that with anticipation. Uh, but most of all, David, have you have you uh, have you have you uh, gotten on that train? I'm actually registering now, but you probably don't want to wait for me. Okay, uh, I really do have to take a bio break. So, in the interest of time, in the interest of my carpet, <laughs> we are going to sign off. This has been DTR with Cole Ross, Ben Merkel, and. Uh, do you guys want to hear what I've been playing? This Resident Evil 6 and shipping it back. Good night.